Welcome everyone to episode 9 of Pigskin Talk podcast. Uh, It's going to be week 14 preview. We're also going to look at a few games from week 13. Kind of look at those games and kind of talk about them a little bit. Uh, First off, we're going to talk about those games. So we have four games we're going to talk about from this last week that we kind of just want to touch up on, talk about the games. First thing we're going to look at is going to be the Vikings at Lions. Uh, Lions got their first win of the year against the Vikings. Uh, Jared Goff led the Lions down the field uh, in the late in the fourth quarter, scored a touchdown with sec- at the end of the very end of the game. Uh, the Lions won 29-27 against the Vikings. And what do you think about this game, Dev? I mean, Vikings obviously just shit the bed. Their defense was terrible. If you let a Lions team without their, their star player, DeAndre Swift, score 29 on you, you're just a terrible organization. The only good thing about this organization is Justin Jefferson, who had 11 catches for 182 yards and touchdown. But Kirk also didn't play bad, 30 for 40, 340 yards and two touchdowns. They just, they just couldn't win when the game was close like they never can. I mean, they gave up 20 points in the second quarter, which is unbelievable. Yeah, I don't think it was their offense. It was just their defense. I mean, you gave a winless team 29 points. You let them drive all the way down the field on uh, in the fourth quarter when you had that, that, that game uh, in the bag. I mean, Lions were, were winning this whole game. I mean, at halftime, they were up 20-6. to six. They were dominating the first half. Then they kind of slipped away. Vikings got a little bit of a roll going in the third quarter and early fourth quarter. They got the lead. Uh, they didn't take the lead until 27-23 with only a minute 50 left uh, in the game. And then the Lions went down, scored, scored a touchdown. But, I mean, we can congratulate Detroit on getting this win, first one of the year. They played well, but this is all in the Vikings. The Vikings – can't win, lose can't lose this game. They they were trying to look at maybe making the playoffs, but this might have just propelled them downwards. Yeah, if you want to if you want to make the playoffs, especially try to get the highest seed you can for home field, you can't lose to teams like the Lions. You have to, especially with the Packers in your division, who I don't think they played yet, maybe once, but I think they played them once. But you can't lose these games when you start to play tough teams like the Green Bay Packers and the the Bears. They play the Bears oh, twice yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, they'll, I mean, split, if they'll it, split the Bears like they always do. If they lost the Lions, I think the Bears got a shot. But, hey, the Bears didn't lose the Lions this year. The Vikings did. But, you know, Lions get their first win. Huge for them. Um, Jared Goff looked all right, like we said. Uh, without Even without DeAndre Swift, which is a big key to their yeah. offense, we weren't sure if they were going to get any more wins after we heard him getting hurt last week. And... Uh, Jamal Williams stepped up. He played a really good game, and Jared Goff was able to control the game as well offensively, and they got this win. We'll see if they can get another win this year, but this is definitely more than what most people thought they were going to get, what looked like a couple weeks ago. Uh, But next game we're going to talk about is the Ravens at Steelers. Um, This game was back and forth, you know, a big division game. These teams, uh, you know, obviously play each other a lot. Steelers came out on top 20 to 19. This was a very back and forth game. No points. It was really a boring game in the first half. Not really much going on. Uh, both these teams struggled. You know, Steelers have struggled most of the year being able to score points. And the Ravens have been up and down. They either either score a lot of points or they score nothing. Uh, recently, they haven't been scoring much. But <clears throat> Steelers uh, scored 17 points in the fourth quarter. I yeah. mean, they, they ended up with 20 points. They scored 17 in the fourth quarter. And... 
they they gained the lead uh, with minute 48 left. Uh, they went up 20 to 13, and then Lamar Jackson marched down the field. They got a touchdown, and then they decided to go for two and try to steal the game with only 12 seconds left. Uh, do you think that was the right move? Uh, I mean, you're at Pittsburgh, so that's always a that's always a factor of why you'd want to win the game there and not go to overtime. But I, I think, don't know. I think you and me were talking about when you go for two or when it's overtime, it's just, it's just whoever wins a point play. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is true, but I just feel like this Pittsburgh team really – I know they had momentum in the fourth quarter, so they might have been able to carry that to overtime, but this Ravens team overall is a better team. I feel like mm-hmm. if they get – and, you know, sometimes teams are unsure if they're going to make the extra point. You got Justin Tucker, which is probably yeah. one of the best kickers, uh, you know, ever to kick the football, mm-hmm. and he's still going at it uh, even with – you know, him get, getting up there in age, and they decide to go for it. And I think that the – I mean, a lot of people are going to say that you can go for two there. It's not – either way, it's not probably a, a wrong move. But I think just in the aspect of being able to kick that extra point, go to overtime, and then see what's going to happen. Because getting two-point conversions is really tough in the league. Yeah. And – I mean, they almost got it too. They did almost get it, yeah. It was very close to catching it, but it just – you know, it's a risky play, and, you know, when it works, it works, and people congratulate it, but when it doesn't work, you know, people are questioning whether that was the right move. Yeah. So it's really a, a lose-lose situation kind of. But, you know, the Steelers played well. I mean, this fourth quarter, they showed that, you know, they can score the ball. They haven't been able to do it consistently. It's going to be interesting. They played uh, the Vikings tonight. Uh, so we'll see if they can put up some points. Uh, obviously, Big Ben's getting up there in age. I think you and me talked about. It. I think this is the last year for Big Ben. Yeah. Um, you know they potentially could make the playoffs. That would be huge for him, making kind of that last hurrah, I guess. But I think the guy they really need to make sure that is Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson continue to be in that offense. Mm-hmm. And Deontay Johnson had two touchdowns, so I mean that's also huge. But then you also got Najee, who's always played really well all year long. So. I think I think you're spot on that Big Ben's gone, but they do kind of have a bright future with Johnson and Harris. So the third game we're going to touch up on is the Broncos at Chiefs, another division game. Uh, it was a Sunday night game under the lights, primetime. And, you know, Denver was coming off a, a good win uh, the week before, and the Chiefs are kind of – Finding their rhythm a little bit, but the Chiefs came out and kind of dominated this game. They won twenty-two to nine. They they scored ten points in the first quarter. That first drive, I was watching. They just looked like they were going to eat apart the Denver uh, defense. You yeah. know, they came out. They were really aggressive, and then after that, it kind of slowed down. I didn't really see much from that offense. I mean, there was nothing. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be after that first drive. It looked like it was going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. I mean, because this Denver team can't put up a lot of points consistently like this Chiefs offense can. I mean, Mahomes only threw it 29 times. I mean, he was 15 to 29, 184 yards and in an interception. Uh, th- that first drive, it, they looked great, that first touchdown drive that they had. And there just really wasn't much left after that. They they got a few field goals. They couldn't punch it in uh, in the end zone. And one of the touchdowns was a 75-yard interception. So they only had one offensive touchdown on the, the day. I know Denver's defense is decent. And, mm-hmm. I, it, you know, it's a division game, so it's usually low-scoring uh, games. But I, I did expect a little bit more from their offense. But the Chiefs are starting to find the rhythm, and I think they're slowly getting uh, ready for the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't expect a high-powered offense 
best wide receiver to be uh, uh, have three catches for 60 yards and have it be Daryl Williams, who only had three catches, 60 yards, and barely is on the field. Yeah, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey were nowhere to be found this yeah, game. Kelsey was three catches, 27 yards, and Hill was two catches, 22 yards. And that high-powered offense just isn't there if they don't get the ball. So I think... I think if they want to get back to dominating teams by a lot and scoring a lot of points on offense, those, all you got to do is get those guys the ball. Yeah, without that interception re- return, I mean, this could have been a totally different game. I mean, mm-hmm. the if Denver goes on and scores, that mean that, that they they get right back in that game, and it's a pretty close game going to the end. But um, you know, this Denver team is six and six now. I think that they definitely do have a shot to make the playoffs, but I I don't know if I see it happening. They had a great start to the season, and then they kind of went off off kilter a little bit. They really are struggling against good teams. I yeah. mean, they, they, they take care of business when they play bad teams, but they can't compete or get those wins against high-powered teams in, in, their, in their conference. Yeah, I think, I think they – I don't know if they'll make, be able to make the playoffs. I do think what they've done already has kind of impressed me a little bit because I didn't think – I thought they would be one of the worst five teams in the league, and – They've shown that they can they can win some football games, so they're doing. I think they're doing what more than expected. And then last game we're going to talk about was, you know, a very low scoring game. It was the Bills Patriots, uh, very you know strategic coaching battle between uh, Bill Belichick and uh, the Buffalo Bills. You know, it, the Patriots came out on top, fourteen to ten. The conditions were terrible. They, it was very windy, cold night. Uh, 55 mile per hour. Yep, up, it was at Buffalo. It, it was just terrible. You know, pregame warm-up, there was, one of the kickers was trying to attempt a three-yard three field goal into the wind, and he didn't even get it there. No. Uh, it just got held up in the wind. So this was a very – you know, the Patriots only passed the ball three times. Uh, they just attacked the run game. And they got, they got a big touchdown early in the first quarter, which is big for them. It was a long, uh, it was a sixty four yard run for Damian Harris, and you know he got it, hurt. Yeah, and then he got hurt uh, like second quarter or something like that. But um, you know Harris still ended up with ten carries, one hundred eleven yards. But they had uh, Stevenson uh, who came in and he had twenty four carries, seventy eight yards. So he still provided that support for them. But this is just a battle of a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was kind of back and forth. Uh, halftime it was eleven to seven, New England, and then the Bills had their shot in the fourth quarter. Uh, twice they went down the field. Uh, they were in the red zone. The first time they went down there, um, you know they had some penalties, and then Josh Allen got sacked in a bad uh, situation. Uh, they they had they tried to attempt a thirty five yard field goal or something like that, uh, and they missed it because of all the wind. So they lost the possession there, didn't get any points. Uh, they got a stop, and then the Bills got the ball again. And uh, at the end of the game, they drove it down. It was last few seconds. Uh, they got into the red zone, and then another. I think it might have been a penalty or a sack, but they had a long fourth down. They couldn't convert it, and they ended up losing that game. So the Patriots put up a great defensive battle. Uh, both teams did well defensively, but I think the Patriots now they've won seven in a row. They're rolling hot. Another good win, and they're looking like a high-powered top of the AFC t- team right now. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before, but the the reason the Bills are struggling is because they don't have a running back. They don't have a run game at all. <laughs> Bills only had 99 rushing yards to so the Patriots' is 222 rushing yards. And I think that if you're going to 
play in Buffalo without a dome, and that's your home field, you need to be able to run the ball because there's going to be weather like that throughout the playoffs. And so if you're going to want home field, then you're going to need running. You're going to need a run game. But I think the other thing about this is we found out that well, I think we know now that Bill Belichick is coach of the year. I mean, they can already settle right now. He's put up a great showing this year for that Patriots team behind a rookie quarterback. They've played so well defensively. They've won seven in a row now, top of the AFC, and they're looking to make a run in the in the playoffs. And right now, they're the most steady team in my eyes that that have the best odds of winning the Super Bowl. So, and you know, we can never count Bill Belichick out. He's been there before. Uh, been there a lot, so he kind of knows, you know, the ropes around the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can carry this momentum into the playoffs. Now we're going to go into week 14, uh, preview some games, give our predictions on that, and then we'll end end the episode talking about our locks like usual. So first game we're going to talk about is tonight's game, Thursday night game. Prime time, we got Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Yeah, we already talked about this game a little bit because we talked about last week's performances. Obviously, the Steelers looked pretty good last week. I mean, not overly good, but they got a win, and the Vikings looked like shit last week and lost the Lions. I think the Vikings do win this game, though. I don't think... I think it will be a little bit closer than uh, the seven points or whatever it is for the spread. It's but only three points right now. Three yeah, points. Then I think the Vikings do cover, but I don't. I don't think that... I don't love betting the Vikings or even thinking that they'll win very often, but are you are you are you taking your money on the primetime Kirk Cousins? I'm not saying I'm not putting my money on them. I'm just saying that's why I said well, I you're predicting them to win. Yeah, I think I hate the Steelers. The Steelers are so bad. We are talking about primetime Kirk Cousins, but now. the Steelers are awful. The, the, I know that, but the Vikings they're aren't awful. good. I know, but they're better than the Steelers team, man. You the never Steelers know. Team, team, teams can surprise you sometimes. They surprised I, me last week when they beat the I, th- I, think, I don't think they can do that. I think Najee Harris will have a game tonight. I think he's going to run I think he's gonna run over this Vikings team. I think he's going to put on a show. They're going to rely on him. I think the Steelers are going to get this win. I think they're going to oh, take man, down the Vikings. Man. I just don't like the Vikings. I know both these teams are iffy teams, but Steelers are coming off a big win. They got some momentum. Uh you know, I I just don't have any faith in primetime Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I'm sorry. And the other well, thing is, you know, Thielen's out. Yeah. Dalvin Cook is potentially going to play, but he might not look fully healthy out there. So mm-hmm. I, the, these this Viking teams have some injuries. And I'm I, the one thing, too, is when I was watching last week against the Lions – Kirk Cousins literally was staring at Justin Jefferson the whole game. Yeah. He couldn't. He he didn't throw it to anyone else after Thielen went out. Uh, his eyes were set on him. And if the Steelers team can make a defensive, uh, you know, scheme to try to shut him down, double team, Kirk Cousins may struggle and they might have a hard time finding who's yeah. going to throw to them, uh, throw the ball to. So I think that's another thing that the Steelers have a little bit of edge, and I, I predict the Steelers to win this game. Yeah, well, I guess we'll just see. We'll have to see. Uh, now we're going to jump into the Sunday games. Uh, we're going to start off with the noon uh, games. We got first game we're going to highlight is the Ravens at the Browns. Uh, so, you know, these are these are Ravens just coming off a tough loss. Uh, Browns have kind of been up and down this year. I think, you know, it's in Cleveland. Cleveland's favored by two and a half. This, this is a game that I'm not sure who's going to win. The Ravens have been struggling a little bit. They need a bounce back game. Uh, but I just don't know if they get that here against Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, both teams have really struggled all year, if we're being honest. Except the Ravens had some big wins here, but they're just so inconsistent. 
and the with the Browns, they haven't looked good all year because Baker's been, you know, hurt a little bit, and he still is, but they're still playing him. But I do think the Ravens get a bounce back just because the fact that the Browns offense just hasn't been able to get anything done. I think they will rely on Hunt and Chubb this game too. Yeah. You know, Hunt's finally healthy, so they got that two two man punch going. Mm-hmm. But but they, when they can't throw, it's just tough to to win football games. Yeah, I know, but I mean the Ravens. I I just I don't know because the Ravens I, every, Lamar Jackson has just not been playing well, mm-hmm. and we've talked about it that they don't have a running back either, so they have to re- rely on Lamar Jackson and. This Browns team sometimes can pull off, you know, you know, good offensive performances, but I just right now, as of right now, I just don't like this Ravens team. Yeah, I just I can't I cannot with confidence say the Browns are going to win or the Ravens, but I do think the Ravens will win this game. Yeah, and the other thing about this that we got to talk about is it's it's going to be in Cleveland. It's going to be a cold game potentially. Mm-hmm. So, that's going to be big for the Browns. They're going to have a little bit of edge uh against the Ravens being at home. Uh, you know, this is the time of year that we start having these cold games and teams that are used to that cold atmosphere are going to have a little bit of an edge. Teams that, you know, can run the ball, stay on the ground, uh, that's going to help them a lot. So next game we're going to talk about is the Raiders at Chiefs. Uh, another another big game for both teams. Chiefs, the, the line right now is 9.5. I, I, I don't know if the Chiefs would be favored by that much. Uh, they've been playing well lately, but this Raiders team, you know, I don't know if they played last week, but they, they had a really good win against the Cowboys. They showed up offensively, and I think this could be a close game and a high-scoring game. They lost the football team last week. So oh, they did? Yeah, that was, that was a low-scoring game. They didn't <clears throat> didn't really do too much, but this Raiders team is really up and down. I feel like they, they kind of play to their competition. You know, Washington mm-hmm. doesn't really score a whole lot. They're a lower team. Raiders kind of played down to that competition, but then they played up against the Cowboys. Yeah. So I think I think they could step up, you know, compete against this Chiefs team, but I think the Chiefs still get this win. I think one of the main things that I've seen in the Chiefs is not really their offense like it has been in the past, but their defense has stepped up recently, and I don't know if the Raiders can score on the Chiefs defense because they got, they've gotten healthy. And because all their guys are back, they're looking a lot better than I thought they would all year. You know, it's going to be interesting, too, to see this Chiefs team, if they get Kelsey and Tyreek back involved in the offense and they start throwing the ball a little bit. Uh, Clyde's back, so maybe they're trying to get a little bit more emphasis on the run game. Uh, but this Raiders defense isn't too good, so I, I, I don't see it being a low-scoring game. Uh, but I do think the Chiefs win this game. I do, too. Next game we're going to talk about is the Cowboys at the Washington football team. And uh, we got, you know, Dallas Cowboys are, are you know, a good team this year. The, you know, the last couple of years we've kind of doubted them. Uh, they've had the talent there, but they haven't really shown up. They're 8-4 and four this year. Uh, but on the other side, Washington football team's been playing well lately. Uh, you know, they've had some couple of good wins uh, back-to-back. Um, you know, I, I like this Washington football team. You know, Gibson's, Antonio Gibson's starting to play better, trying to, you know, incorporating the team. You know, they've won four in a row. They've beat the Bucks, Panthers, Seahawks, and Raiders. So those are all teams that, you know, aren't too bad, besides the Panthers maybe. But I like Trevor Heineke. He's been playing really well for them, and I like this Washington football team. Um, I'm not sure if – they get the win, though. I do like the Cowboys, but I think this could be a close game. Yeah, I think I think the Cowboys 
are a better football team. And I think they're going to win probably one, if not both, of these games against Washington. I do like Washington. I do think they've been playing good. But I just think Dallas is going to be too much for them. The only thing is Tony Pollard is questionable, and he's a huge part of their offense, especially kickoff return and that kind of thing. And then when Zeke needs a break, I honestly think he plays better than Zeke most games. So losing him would kind of be a – it might be a big game for Dak if he's out. You know, and uh, last week Dak uh, – they played Thursday night, I believe. And Dak, Dad had, Dak had a good first half. Uh, he played well. But the second half, he really struggled. Uh, mm-hmm. they, he had, a, I think, an interception or so, but he, he just did not look good out there. Um, and Dak's a really big part of this team right now because they've been trying to give it to Zeke, but he's just not looked healthy out yeah. there, and he's really struggled to be able to gain yards. That's why you said Tony Pollard's been playing well because he looks a lot healthier. Ezekiel just doesn't have that you know, pep in his step, and they've had to rely more on Dak, and I think Dak's a great quarterback. But he needs to, you know, take the mantle of this team and lead them if they want to make a push in the playoffs. Yeah. Next game we're going to talk about is uh, we're going to move on to the afternoon games. Uh, first, we're going to highlight is the Lions and Broncos. Uh, do you think the Lions get their second win of the season? I don't think Lightning strikes twice in a row. You know, I I can if there was a team that I think they could win against. Again, the Broncos are favored by ten points in this game. I know, but the only thing is. It's, if you play a team that's not very great offensively and just a good defensive, defensively, the game will probably be just a low-scoring game. So it kind of could be anyone's game. No one's going to really pull away in this game, I don't think. So I think that they have a chance, but I do think the Broncos will eventually start clicking and then start start scoring a little bit, and then they win this yeah, game. Yeah, that 10-point that spread is a little steep for me. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just because I don't know if the Broncos – and, you know, when you have a 10-point spread, that means that the team's going to score – you know, 30 points. Yeah. And I, I don't see this Broncos team scoring 30 points. Uh, I mean, I think they can hold the Lions to like, you know, 14 points or something like that. But that yeah. means the Broncos need to score 27. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the Lions will have a shot. Uh, it's just whether the, they don't make too many mistakes, if they can get the ground game going with Williams since they don't have DeAndre Swift. Uh, Jared Goff's got to, you know, not make too many mistakes. I think they'll have a shot. Uh, but it's more about this Broncos offense if they can do something. Uh, the Broncos defense has been playing decent all year, but it's just really their offense that has been really inconsistent. And if their offense can get going, they're going to blow them out probably, but I just don't know if they can uh, provide that offense. Yeah. Uh, next n- afternoon game we're going to talk about is the 49ers at Bengals. What you got in this game? I think it's going to be a great game. I think I like the Bengals a lot this year. I know they're inconsistent, but I also think – the same thing about the 49ers. I think their offense is very, very good. And I think the 49ers have just started to really click as of last three weeks. Yeah, Kittle's been a huge help for oh, them yeah. since he's come since back. Since he's come back. I mean, and then Debo with already 1,000 yards on the season is pretty impressive. Jamar Chase at 958 for the Bengals. And Elijah Mitchell's been playing well. They, I, everything's I know, both, everything's both been clutching teams, for them. I mean, yeah. both these teams, Joe Burrow's had a great season. Jamar Chase obviously had a great season. I think I like both these teams a lot. And, I mean... The spread is uh, 49ers minus one and a half. But I think I'd take the Bengals here at home just because I like both these teams a lot. I think they're both very good teams. But I think just just because they're at home and the fact that Joe Burrow is a better quarterback, in my opinion, than Jimmy Garoppolo, I'd rather have that uh, on, my, on my team that I'm betting on. 
Yeah, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, last week, one of my locks was the 49ers minus three against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they didn't hit that. They gave up 30 points to the Seahawks, uh, which I was surprised just because Seattle has had a few games where they've just done nothing. Russ hasn't looked good. But this Bengals team lost last week against the Chargers. They kind of got dismantled. Yeah. Uh, the first quarter, they just got killed. They, I mean, they were down... 24-0 just like that like yeah. it was just crazy how quick it was uh I, I was surprised because I thought the Bengals were going to win that game uh they, they started to come back into it uh they got it all the way to 24-22 that was the score in the fourth quarter yeah uh they were driving they were on the other side of the field and then Mixon had a horrible fumble I mean he handed the ball he got handed the ball and he basically fumbled it behind the line of scrimmage he just like barely got touched he fumbled it they got returned to the house so it was just like that. They lost, you know, that game. Uh, they were right in it. They potentially could have took the lead there in the fourth quarter on that drive. Uh, but one little mistake kind of propelled it back the other way. Uh, the Bengals do have a high-powered offense. I do like them. I like the 49ers as well. I think personally that the 49ers are going to win this game. I think that, um, you know, the 49ers need this win a little bit more than the Bengals. Uh, the 49ers are sitting at 6-6. Six and six. The Bengals are sitting at 7-5. and five. Uh, I think the 49ers get a bounce-back game from that uh, Seattle game. Supposedly, Joe Burrow's questionable, so if he's out, I do like the 49ers. But if he's in, oh, really? I'm, taking, <laughs> I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, yeah, you never know with questionable. Usually, people scratch that by the game time. But uh, it's always something you got to be leery about. Uh, but last noon afternoon game we're going to talk about is the Bills at the Bucks. Another, you know, great matchup. Uh, kind of like last week with the Bills and the Patriots. Bills are looking to get back on the saddle with a win, and the Bucks are kind of trying to keep the momentum. So what do you got in this game? Yeah, I mean, I think the Bucks are obviously a great football team. I think they had a great, great week last week. I think it's kind of nice to see Leonard Fournette do some of the workload on offense for that team instead of just Tom Brady passing. Uh, but I also think I want to see I want to see the Bills actually play like the Bills did last year. So, I mean, I hope the Bills find a way to get a win. And I think with the banged up Buccaneers secondary, I think the Bills can get a win here. I don't know how I can go against Tom Brady and the Bucks, but I am going to take the Bills. Yeah, the, the line right now is three and a half Bucks. Um, I do like the Bills. I think they're going to get a bounce back game. They really need a win mm-hmm. sitting at seven and five. I do like this Bills team as a whole. They, they have so much like offensively. Uh, Josh Allen's a great Great quarterback. Stefan Diggs is a, a great one of the better receivers in the league. Uh, you know, that, that chemistry that they have since he moved from the, the Vikings. And the Bills defensively are a good team. So mm-hmm. I think all around there, I think they are a better team than a 7-5 and five record that they, that they hold right now. Uh, but this Bucks team is hot. Uh, they're 5-0 and at home this year. So it definitely is going to be a tough task for the Bills. Uh, but this is games where, you know, the, I, I just feel like the Bills have more, to, you know, to gain in this win. So I think they're going to be out there trying to get this win, step it up against a really good team and, you know, get ready for the playoffs. So I do like the Bills uh, here, uh, but it's going to be an interesting game. I think definitely one of the better games of the week. Then we're going to finish off uh, the Sunday night game uh, is going to be the Bears at the Packers. Um the Packers are favored by 12.5 here. No surprise. The Bears have just been struggling a lot. Uh, one big uh, news to kind of keep up on is Fields is potentially going to start this week. Um, he's been out the past couple of weeks. They've had to put in Dalton. And the Packers are playing hot right now. Rodgers is looking good. 
Uh, he does have like a toe issue um, that's kind of lingering there. I think they said that he might need a, you know like surgery on that, but they're gonna have to wait. They might wait till the end of the year for that. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see if that's uh, that affects Rodgers. But this is a you know obviously last earlier earlier in the year uh, Rodgers had you know the statement of how he owns the Bears, which he does. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see if the Bears can at least put this uh, as a close game. So I look at who might be in, who might be out for injuries and stuff, but David Montgomery's questionable. Allen Robinson's questionable. Williams, the Bears' second string running back, is also questionable. But then you look at the Packers. Randall Cobb is out for sure. Devontae Adams is questionable. And Aaron Rodgers is questionable. So there might be a lot of injuries for this Sunday night. But, yeah, like we said before, I think the Packers are going to win. Uh, against the Bears. The Bears have been struggling all year, but <clears throat> I think that if as long as Justin Fields improve, I'm happy. So I do want Fields to play. I want him to uh, get this, you know. Play against a good yeah, team. Yeah, play against a good team. Did he play the first game against the Packers? I don't remember. I don't know if he did or not. Uh, let me look. I'm not sure, but, um, you know, this is the kind of things, the atmosphere that I think Justin Fields needs to be a part of. It's a primetime game in Green Bay, a division rival. Uh, you know, these teams have uh, history, and I, I think that this is a game I want to see Fields, see if he can produce. Yeah, he did play against He played against, yeah. Uh, but that was a close game. I mean, I, I mean, at the end of the game, they kind of pulled away, the Packers, but for the most part of the game... He played good that game, too. For the most part of the game, it was still kind of somewhat close, and mm-hmm. uh, both teams could have won, but Packers had like a late touchdown that kind of uh, put them up two scores, yeah. so it was kind of over after that, but... Um, the Bears defense is going to have to play well if they want to put up any shot, though, because just this Bears offense has not been able to produce. Yeah. I mean, they can't score much over, um, you know, much over 20 points. So, I mean, if they keep it low-scoring game, they'll have a shot, but I think the Packers get this win. And then we're going to wrap it up with a Monday night game, another great Monday night game, primetime game. We got the Los Angeles Rams traveling to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Yeah, I think both these teams are very good. However, I think the Rams lose games against good teams every single time they play them. This year, they they every single game. Yeah, they, all all their losses, all their four losses are against good teams. You know, they lost. I think the Packers. Um, they lost to let's see, Titans. They lost to the Cardinals once already before. They lost thirty seven to twenty early in the year. They lost to the Titans, the Forty ers and the Packers. Um, their, their only, only good win is the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks, and I mean they beat the Colts early in the year. Uh, the Colts weren't quite as good, I'd say, week two. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor really hadn't gotten things going. Um, but, yeah, besides that, they really don't have a great win on the year. Um, this is going to be a spot where the, they're definitely going to be looking for one, but I just don't know if they get this win. The Cardinals have been playing well. Kyler Murray's back healthy. Um, he looked gr- good last week against the Bears, and I just don't see this Rams team winning. No, I think I think it's got you got to go Cardinals here. I think the Rams just haven't proved that they can win against good opponents like the Cardinals. So, I think the Rams do lose this game. All right, finally we're gonna wrap it up with our locks and an underdog. Uh, last week I went three and one in our picks. Uh, overall, my record's at seven and eight. And how about you? Last week I went two and two, record three and twelve. Oof, that's rough. I mean. Last week I was 1-10, so 3-12 and 12 sounds like it's fucking awesome. All right, so I'll start off. So my three locks that I have, my first one's going to be Raiders plus 9.5. <clears throat> they play the Chiefs. I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. 
I don't know if the Raiders get this win, but nine and a half points is a lot of points. Um, and this Chiefs team, you know, we, we've talked about it. They look good recently, but they haven't necessarily put up the performances that they uh, have in the past. And this Raiders team can produce offensively. And I think they step up. They know, they know they're playing a good team. And I think they get close in that, uh, that game. Uh, the other thing is I got the, the Lions plus nine. So I, I, like we talked about, I don't know if uh, the Broncos – now it's actually 10, so I, I got the plus 10 Lions. So I don't see Broncos scoring that many points. I think – I don't know if the Lions win this game, but I think it's a close game, a low-scoring game. I think um, it definitely gets in that plus 10 uh, region. And then my last lock is going to be uh, the Saints and the Jets under 43. Uh, both these teams are not great offensively. They're, they're, they're both dealing you know, with some injuries this year. Uh, they're kind of outside of the playoffs. They're not really thinking about getting the playoffs. I think both these teams aren't going to score much, and it hits under 43. So my locks are uh, Cowboys minus four and a half against the uh, Washington football team. I know we talked about how we like the Washington football team this year, that how they played really well, but I think I think the Cowboys at least win by one touchdown. I think their offense is too much. I know uh, without maybe without Tony Pollard it might be a little different, but I do think the Cowboys win this game by four or more. Uh, my next one is Broncos Lions under forty two. Like Tristan said, uh, we both think that this game's going to be very low scoring. And I, I just don't see it. I don't see the Lions going over two weeks in a row. And then my third one is the Bengals 49ers over 48 and a half. I know it's a lot of points, but both these teams score a lot, a lot of points. Hopefully Joe Burrow plays, so that hits. Uh, but my underdog is also going to be the Bengals uh, minus two and a half. Is that what it was? Or was it one? It might and be half? one and a half, I think. One and a half against the 49ers. Uh, just because I think both these, either of these teams can win. Bengals are at home, so I think I like them in this spot. My underdog is the Bills over the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are favored by three and a half. Like I talked about earlier, I think the Bills need this win more than the Bucks, and the Bills get this win uh, over a good team. Uh, kind of get a bounce back game from last week against the Patriots. Uh, so that's going to conclude everything for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.